Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill back together again here on the airwaves at Channel Q. With and our, With our new intro, Drop the Subject. Yeah, our new radio girl. You know, somebody sent, uh, somebody tweeted at us and said, hey, I haven't been able to listen live for the last few weeks, but I noticed that cool radio girl is gone. What are you what are you what are you gonna do, Allie? Are you going new, to replace her? There's a whole new cool radio girl, I guess. This is like very sexy radio girl. She is she's definitely on one. She she's like, me, Yeah. She gives me I have two hundred and fifty thousand Instagram followers. <laughs> You know what totally. I mean? like, I'm verified. I'm an influencer. <laughs> I go hiking for the pictures. For the pictures. Yeah. You know, I um I have outfits for hiking. <laughs> <laughs> I have outfits for hiking too, but not the outfits that they're talking about. Well, no, but hers were sent to her by brands. Yeah, mine have uh, practical pockets for. Oh, like actual pockets. Yeah, not yeah. like the ones that are like built into the side, and it's like, what's happening there? Who'd ever put a phone there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like this, this pocket is too small for a phone anyway. Uh, no, my my wife said that she wants me to buy her like actual old lady hiking clothes, like where. It's like those baggy pants, and I was like, "Katie, we can't, we can't do that. We're like still wear, in our thirties. She loves when you wear stuff like that. I mean, no, I don't really wear stuff like that. I still wear like kind of just converted workout clothes. You know, like I'm going to the gym, but then I've got hiking shoes on. That's kind of where I'm at. But the next step is going to like, well, you know, why don't I just do merino wool if I'm going to do merino this? Merino wool at the gym? No, no, no. When I'm on when I'm oh, hiking. Okay, maybe in December. <laughs> or like February. No, but it breathes, Jared. It but, breathes. Well, I guess you got to yeah. get that coverage because you reach a point where you're like, wool. I shouldn't be in the sun for this long. It's bad. <laughs> I, just, I mean, geez, I am uh, making plans for the weekend, and my options are, Jared. What do you think is gayer? I've been invited to go camping. Ooh. And I've been invited to go to a smudging and essential oil making party. Okay, let's be clear. You are much more of a smudging and essential oil making girl. <laughs> In my opinion. Than a camper? But I totally see you camping. But like, I mean, we were just talking about you at Goddess Moon Circle. Well, I know, but that's a recent development. I'm not I've never really been a super spiritual slash witchy person. But you but you've been pretty like into (laughs) it. You just hit yourself in the face with a tiny clipboard. Yes, I did. Um (laughs) thank you for pointing that out. (laughs) Just want to paint the picture for anybody who can't see. A peek behind the curtain. Um I, I I'm seeing you as like becoming increasingly spiritual because of how committed to Goddess Men Circle you've been. Well and it was really just the 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 woman who facilitates the circle is an awesome lady and so she says things I'm like you don't sound crazy at all. Mm. Like, you, like you just sound like a like a great person that I want to know who listens to right. me and really respects everybody. And it's all about women stepping into their power. So great, so empowering, right? And then it just keeps chipping away at the cult. I was going to say, so at some point she's going to have you guys go out into the woods and drink Kool-Aid and you'll never see you. Yeah, or like dragon blood or something weird, you know, and then like this was a casual, another goddess in the circle said, hey, I'm having a party this weekend. It's a witch. Another goddess? Another goddess. In the circle. Mm -hmm. I love this place. Yep. 
This was after we burned our uh, our letting go and no list in the in the cauldron. Yeah, and uh, we were just discussing. There's an actual cauldron. There is I mean, an actual cauldron. You can't make this stuff up. You can't, and I, it's but great. I love it. It's yeah, a, yeah. I love it. This yeah. was actually after we picked our warrior goddess cards. Okay, <laughs> so then she's saying, "Oh, this Not weekend, even touch that. Okay. <laughs> I've got uh, I have these little parties that are these little dinner party type things that I host at my at my house, and they're kind of like little fun witchy parties." And I was like, "Oh, wow, this is like." This is where you yeah. start realizing you're like, is this crazy? Like, like, this is crazy, do I have isn't to it? Give you a strand of my hair. Like, what's what's gonna happen? Here? So, anyone that you want to banish into the ends of the earth, just give me a little <laughs> bit of their DNA, and I will uh, kill a bird, and we'll do the whole sacrifice. To banish to the ends of the earth. Whenever I hear the phrase "the ends of the earth," I'm like, but where is the end? Like, where yeah. am I sending them? Yeah, I mean, it's like in the Pacific Ocean, according to some of the flat earthers. I well, okay, I can see that, that but. Makes uh, sense. She was like, you know, we just do like fun little stuff. You know, we'll make um, we'll make little perfumes out of out of herbs, and and we'll do customized smudging kits. And I'm like, the smudging thing, I don't know what the hell that is. Um, but now, how lesbian is this group? They're actually, you know, we've kind of been token lesbians for a okay. while. Mostly Most of them are straight. Yeah, I th- at least I think. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not, but I, I the ones that I know know are are hetero. Yeah. From what I. Can so no, gather. no seeming threesomes coming up in that group. Oh, wait, that's a great point. I mean... Well, you know, all I have to do is write it on my intentions list and it becomes manifested. <laughs> and so, burn it, right? yeah. <laughs> No, those ones I don't burn. Oh, oh, oh. Those ones I keep under my pillow. Gotcha. Oh. I do sound crazy. <laughs> great. I was going to say, we keep them under our pillow. Yeah. Okay. I think that when you realize you're in a cult or when you believe weird stuff is when you start to not, like you leave out details that you know other people are going to be like, that's weird. And you went full tilt the other direction and said it on the radio. Yep. There you go. So okay. I'm nuts. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we have a lot to look forward to because uh, there's someone else who's more nuts than me, believe yes. it or not. Well, arguably. Um, I don't know if anyone's heard, but Donald Trump is a racist. Yep. And we're going to talk about what just happened last night at a rally that really just took things to a whole other level and really kind of gives us a perspective on what to expect throughout 2020. We've got a jam-packed show, including a guest. Yes, yeah. Uh, Teresa Lee, uh, uh, who is uh, somebody that I know. She's somebody that's working on a project that I'm working on. And she has a new film in Outfest right now called I Think She Likes You. And it's about a threesome gone wrong. So we'll talk to her later in the show as well. And then one of my favorite new things that I haven't been able to be here for, but is coming up. Emmy noms, the Emmy noms. That's something that's coming up too. All that and more coming up on Drop the Subject with Jared Alley right here on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new channel Q. In case you were unclear, this is a gay radio station. I, You know, the music would never give me that indication. <laughs> that felt really gay. I, I always picture, though, when a song like that plays, I always picture a super straight dude, like an, an older straight dude in like a... Like an old beat up car, okay. lift, like happening upon this song, and then just blasting kind of like, it. yeah, and then blasting it and like doing some shoulder shimmies yeah. and like really, really feeling himself, and then realizing that it's an LGBT station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like finding his identity. Through I always this. love those moments when you're on the road and like you you see someone playing a song that you wouldn't expect them to be playing it. Yeah, that happened a lot when Beyonce came out with Upgrade You. I lived in Atlanta, and like there would always be like guys like in 
every kind of different car like blasting the song and I'm like that's not even a gay guy (laughs) and it was like always interesting it's just universally everyone loves upgrade you exactly exactly crosses the threshold it does well speaking of crossing thresholds yes so we have not seen each other in a couple days (laughs) and then as soon as you were gone all of this stuff was going down and I was like oh my god Trump is saying all this racist stuff and I was like wait now they're condemning him what does this mean and then and then now there was that rally last night which has incensed me even more and so I have been looking forward to breaking this all down beat by beat to kind of figure out how this happened and why. Yeah, this was a pretty wild situation. So you'll remember over the weekend, Donald Trump had tweeted to what we're calling now the squad, these four. Which I don't Um, love. Yeah, I don't Uh, know how I feel about it either. Like, it it kind of makes me feel a little bit of a way. Um, But he's been tweeting at these these, uh, four congresswomen of color and uh, telling them that they should go back to the countries where they came from. Three of them, of course, are American. uh, and And born in America. Born in America. And one of them is an American citizen who was born in Somalia. And so... Um, and she came to the U.S. as a refugee. Exactly. Yeah. Her, and her parents came here when she was a child. So um, that, you know, kind of launched the whole conversation about whether or not this was racist. And I... Oh, there was a question on whether or not this was racist? Oh, absolutely. Because Republicans deny that it's racist. And I... I just to that point, like I, I've been like, oh, I can't. When, when am I going to get back on the air? Um, <laughs> because I'm like, we don't ask women to provide deference to men about what sex is. Like women get what sexism looks like in a way that men never will. Uh, we don't ask gay people to give deference to straight people about what's homophobic mm. and say like, well, you know, well, the straight people get a little bit more. But the idea that we turn to white people to ask them what's racist in a situation of race, as opposed to listening to the black and brown people in the room, like that, that one will give that one. To white people. Do you think that we turn to them though, or do you think they just turn to us and they're like, "This is racist or not?" You um, know what I mean? Well, I are think, they just giving us their opinions, well, even though no one asked for it? I think white people turn to white people is what I'm saying. I think I they look to each other, um, and I mean, there are plenty of white people who've been saying like, "This was racist and this is this is not okay." But um, it's also a situation where I, I feel like. I, I remember studying slavery back in the day and like there were white people who didn't think enslavement was racist when right? it was happening when it was happening right. right and like used it and said that it was something of God and there are white supremacists who don't call themselves racist right so like the idea that Donald Trump could do this and people would be questioning whether or not it was racist I'm like yeah what are you talking about yeah I know it makes me think about like if I were to read news headlines in the 60s, would there even be much of a difference now? Like I mean, the uh, like, 50s, the 60s, and any time before. Because like I see the pictures of the rally last night, and I'm like, I feel... Like, you know, you ask those questions where it's like, if you could live in any other decade, what would it be? And you're like, I feel like I'm living in a different decade yeah. right now. Like, I'm looking at that picture and being like, this cannot be 2019. Well, There's just no way. I think that's a really important point because you'll remember, again, and I always bring this up, Donald Trump ran on a platform of Make America Great Again, mm. which said, I want to take us back to a time where we were before. And I, I think we are clearly seeing that right now. This is the again of Make America Great Again. Uh, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll tell you what happened last night. We have a clip of of it and what it means looking forward to the 2020 election um and then it's time for news or to lose it we're already yeah we're i know this is so good quickly. Like, we've got <laughs> this is jeez and he's like time flies yes yeah. oh that's coming up next don't go anywhere drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill here with you on Thursday. And uh, yes, this is Drop the Subject. You can always interact with us at DTS Show. Give us a follow on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, you get to participate in what we do on the show. We have been speaking about some of the things that were said on Twitter by our president. By America's sweetheart. By, oh Lord. So uh, he followed it up with a nice rally last night. Yes. Uh, during which there was a chant that was, I think, jarring to a lot of people. I hope it was jarring to everybody. And um, so we're just going to talk about that. I believe we have the clip. And obviously and importantly, Omar has a history of launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. Okay. So well, that's enough of that. So what I think <clears throat> is wild is uh, the idea send her back um, is just like as racist as it can get, right? Like it's the idea that she doesn't belong in this country, and if she doesn't like this country, she can go back. Is is what, what he went on to say. I think it's important to recognize that Donald Trump ran as a protest candidate. Make America Great Again is basically uh, saying an objection to where we are as a country, wanting us to do something different. But when Ilhan Omar or Ayanna Presley or Alexandria Ocasio Cortez or any anyone really comes out and says like we need to do something better. If they're opposing him... They're being called anti-American. They're anti-American, yeah. they're anti-Semitic, they're whatever he can call them. Um, and I think he, and Donald Trump always sees himself as America when um, the Michael Cohen raid of, of his lawyer, when they like raided his house. Um, Michael Cohen is Donald Trump's former lawyer. When they raided his house and like took all this stuff, he was like, this is an attack on America and our ideals. And it's like, no, sweetness. It's, a, it's, a, it's You don't equal America. Exactly. But yeah. you can't tell him and you can't tell his followers that. He is America. Yeah. And I think it's about people that are not supporters of his also taking back what it means to be American to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being like, I saw a commercial last night. I can't remember what it was for, but it was uh, John Cena was in it. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he's proud to be an American, but it was also uh, like there was a bunch of diversity. There was like some shots of drag queens. There was a bunch of like different, mm-hmm. more diverse parts of America that is, well, he, and then at the end he was like, I'm John Cena. I'm proud to be an American. And I was like, wow, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool to see like the opposite of what he, Donald Trump is talking about, which is like, this is what it means to be American. It means to be, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then to see somebody who does not agree with those values to be like, I'm an American too, and I'm still proud to be an American. And it doesn't have to mean all of these sure. things. And like, I, I, there was some new um, data that came out that said like, pride in America is at an all-time low or something like that like people are the least proud of their country as they've been in a long time yeah because they think it it, it they think it associates themselves with these conservative um, views what we would call nationalists right, right that are like you know America this this idea of American exceptionalism America's the best thing that there ever was and anyone that doesn't like that can go back to where they came from. Um, I think this also kind of gives us some insight into what we can expect in the 2020 election. Donald Trump is loving being able to fight with these women, um, these women of color specifically, and like being able to tell them to go back to where they came from. And again, you'll remember Donald Trump entered into political life with birtherism, right? Saying that Don- that Barack Obama wasn't born in America, that he wasn't American, and that he was like some covert Muslim. Oh, so it's like a nice little theme for him. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so, so it's anything like, he can latch on to of that ilk, he will take and ride. But it's always something racist. 
racist, right? No, yeah. It's always something xenophobic. It's always something like this. And I think it's also important to remember to note that, like, just yesterday, a new a new approval rating came out for Donald Trump amongst Republicans, and he's up five percent since these racist things came out, right? Since since these racist tweets. And it's important to always recognize, like, Republicans are going to stand behind him no matter how racist, no matter how ugly, no matter how xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, whatever. They're going to stand behind him, and that is about race and it is about whiteness and and, well, it's- and I think it's interesting that he I mean the, the four women of color that he referred to in the original tweets uh, eventually you know they, they came out and said okay no three of them are actually born in the United States so you know send her back means go back to the country that you were born in which is America and then he seems to specifically target Ilan Omar, mm-hmm. who is the only person who was not born in this country. So he's obviously saying, okay, of these four people, here's the one that I'm going to pick yeah. because then people can send this, they can, this chant actually. Yeah. has some kind of a meaning behind it. So well, he's singling her out on purpose. And the idea of go back to where you came from is also wild because Donald Trump is but one generation removed from immigrants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, go back to where you came from. And he's married is, to an immigrant. And he's married He's married to immigrants <laughs> over over the course <laughs> right. of his life. Um, and so Donald Trump and like this idea of, of, of going back to where you came from is just, it's so overtly distinctly and like purposefully racist um, that we we just can't ignore that so um, well, and it's, bl- it's blatant it's blatantly it's blatant racist for yeah. everybody well uh, Ilhan Omar she responded with a, a tweet from uh, Maya Angelou and basically was saying like you can you, we don't have time to get into everything that she said but they've all handled it very beautifully is what I'll say uh, we'll take a quick break when we come back Ali's got the headlines I get the votes and you get the news it's time for News It or Lose It don't go anywhere we're coming right back drop the subject we'll be right back the new Channel Q drop the subject the new Channel Q Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. Thank you for checking us out. And if you want to play along with anything that we're doing, whether anything we're talking about, any games that we're playing, uh, we're going to play Gay Gay Cray Cray a little later. So if you want to play along, just go ahead and give us a call anytime throughout the show. We're here until uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. So give us a call at 8337-CALL-Q. We always love to hear from you, good or bad. Most of the time. Yeah, most, most of, the of the time. Most of the time we like to hear from you. Yes. Um, I don't know if you heard... We, we have to get into news that are lose its story selection, but before we get into that, I'm going to uh, delve into a story that I'm not even giving you the option to news or lose. Oh, no. Because it's gender role related, and it makes me very... I'm always so interested... It's such an interesting ...in story. why people change the names of things yeah. and how they're so worried about offending people now that it's like, just change everything. There's no man. There's no woman. There's just a... Uh, yeah. Don't make it a gingerbread man. Make it a gingerbread but human ah. so berkeley of course is on the front lines of the next wave of things that have been changed from gender neutral and uh it, back in san francisco we used to play a game called is it berkeley and this story <laughs> is just so berkeley it's ridiculous so the headline reads manholes in berkeley will now be called person holes no maintenance holes that's what they are calling them there are a bunch of things that they've changed uh they're replacing he and she with they this is a a bunch of stuff that's on their um their uh hold on let me see let me see da, 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 da. At a tuesday night city council meeting berkeley became the first city in america to ban the use of natural gas piping in new construction so that's one change that they made 
Uh, and there was an, another matter on deck, which was eliminating the gendered connotations of words like manhole in the city municipal code. So this is all for the city municipal code. And they have uh, eliminated all gendered pronouns from the city code. Like she and he is then replaced with they. There's a whole list. Oh, my God. There's a whole list. Okay. Patrolmen has been changed by guards or patrol. Mm-hmm. Repairman is repairer. Salesman is salesperson. Uh, yeah. Sister is sibling. Sorority and fraternity have even been changed. Oh, really? To what? To fraternity. Hold on, where I lost my place. For uh, a collegiate Greek system residence. <laughs> so, like, I. I love this, and I feel like I mean it is it 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 does take a lot of getting used to, right? And like I I think the joke I always make here is like being a liberal is a lot of work. Like you it know is I mean? because look but at all I this. Also, I mean, they had so many meetings about this. No, sure, but like I also think like we've we've gendered so many things that there's literally no reason to gender, and like it's it's kind of ridiculous and I, I mean i remember the first time i ever even thought about this was back in 2017 when mtv changed the video music awards and their their awards they stopped gendering them and they said like we're just going to do the best musician like it doesn't have to be male versus female and like i still i it, i still like have a hard time like figuring See, out where like the lines that. are but like the i i part of me gets it and part of me feels like I don't know if it if it's a value because it does cut the awards in half, right? Like because it's just like who's the best actor? True, true. But then as as a woman, I worry that if it's men and women all in the same category, that the men will be favored over the women. I don't see. I don't think I expect that to happen. I because I I don't know. I mean, I I think there's definitely an argument for that. Um, I just I don't know. I think that we've gendered so many different things. Like, why does a manhole cover in the street need to be called a manhole? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, but why is it worth changing? Like, are that many people upset about it being called manhole? I don't think it's a, that that many people are upset, but I think it's it's a more inclusive way to be able to rep, represent to acknowledge like there are plenty of women who go down there. That, that go down into the into under the underground, you know, orifices. There are plenty of, the of lady holes. There are plenty of lady holes okay. running around Berkeley, and there are ladies getting in those holes, and they're digging around. Yeah, and yeah. They should be represented. Well, I like, get that. And I mean, we, we always like call people. We always reference like our our elected officials as congressmen, and you know, blah blah blah. And it's like, no, it's just a, that's a congresswoman. No, that's a chairperson. Right. And I feel like I, I mean, if we're gonna fight for equality for folks, I mean. These are like simple, easy things that we can do, even if they're a little bit annoying. It's just annoying and it's a little confusing because I'm like, okay, I, I then I'm I'm using like, not that I'm saying congressman all the time in regular conversation because I'm not, but I mean like, if I'm like, oh, you know, there's a manhole over there and I'm like, oh wait, no, I have to say maintenance hole. Like you have to kind of recalibrate in your brain a sure. little bit, but it just takes a minute to figure well, out the different language that you're supposed to be using. What's also good about it though is like the next generation will always look at it this way right it'll be it's a maintenance hole like oh yeah what else would yeah, it be duh. Called? yeah okay yeah. so you're you're setting things up for the the, the generation exactly. below you because the next generation is already like they're over this kind of thing right they're not worried about gender and sexuality like the older generations are they're right. the ones that are like so frustrated and upset and uh and like the older you are rah, the, rah, the more rah, difficult this rah, is. exactly yeah rah, rah, rah. all right <laughs> we must move on news it or lose it headlines here we go Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. 
I'm going to give you five headlines, Jarrett. You decide what we news and what we lose. All right, let's do it. Headline number one, Pornhub says search for aliens and Area 51 are out of this world. <laughs> really? Yeah, people uh, real into alien porn Let's right news now. it. All right. Uh, headline number two, Amazon accidentally sells 13 grand worth of camera equipment for $100 on Prime Day. A thousand times, yes. News it. <laughs> Anytime you're sticking it to the man. Yes. The Amazon man. We gotta hear or about it. Or the person, you know. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> damn it. See, this is why it's too difficult. Okay. Uh, Toys R Us. Headline number three, Toys R Us makes a small comeback with two stores. Lose it. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, okay. Headline number four. Iowa DHS director fired for quoting Tupac in mass emails. This is delicious. Must. Absolutely. Must news. news. And then finally, Lily Allen wrote a song about the Game of Thrones actor uh, Alfie Allen in 2006. It has gone viral again. I feel like you want that story. No, we don't have to. Um, I don't have any... I love Lily Allen, but I don't have any particular attachment. There's a lot of buzzwords in there, but... Um, lose it. Okay. We have a we do have a good Game of Thrones story coming up a little later, though. We do. We yes. have a great Game of Thrones story for Emmy noms with Emmy noms, and uh, so we'll be talking about Pornhub and why a search for aliens has gone up since the area. Even, what does that even mean? What the Pornhub and oh, aliens? Like, yeah, so we will. There are a lot of beats to this. We got to hit. <laughs> okay. Amazon accidentally selling thirteen grand worth of camera equipment for a hundred dollars, and Iowa DHS director filed for quoting Tupac. In mass emails. That's an email list that I would want to sign up for. Uh, It's the only one I can think of. Okay, so we're going to get into all that when we get back. Stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, moving right along with Allie Johnson, Jarrett Hill back in studio, hanging out, and we are getting into the news it portion of our news it or lose it. Hmm? Yeah. Wow. Gotta get right into it these days. Running out of time. The subject presents News It or Lose It. All right. Stories having to do with Tupac, alien porn, and Amazon accidentally selling a $13,000 camera lens for $94. This is the stuff that, uh, Jarrett, you decided to news. I'm so grateful for every person that got one. For every person that got to buy that, see, I'm so mad because I don't really have. Yeah, yeah. Like the, I love a deal. But would My, you have even been buying that? No, yeah. I wouldn't have been. No, because I don't have thirteen thousand dollars to spend on a camera lens in the first well, place. Yeah. So I'm not like, hey, why don't I use this opportunity to buy a bunch of camera equipment? I guess I, we should do this Amazon story first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. I mean, I was just looking at the stuff that I can actually afford, and I'm like, oh, this is a little more affordable than usual. You know, my the the history of my family is you don't really buy something unless it's on sale. Yeah, I yeah. come from a history of like, oh no, this price tag accidentally says that it's fourteen dollars instead of forty nine dollars. Uh, let's buy that, even though no one needs it. Right, stuff like that. So the fact that I missed out on this is extremely frustrating. But Amazon Prime Day came and went. And a lot of people were able to take advantage of this deal. There are several items that, uh, I mean, of course, there was a ton of crap that was on sale. But specifically, there were uh, some there was some camera equipment. There's a Canon camera, another even nicer Canon camera, and then a really long, like telescope long, like camera lens mm-hmm. that would attach onto a, like a, a pre existing, kind of yeah, like a pre existing camera. So the well, the first camera. Is normally two thousand dollars. It was on sale for ninety four dollars and forty eight cents. It's normally priced at 
2000. Okay. So already possibly a mistake. It seems like the algorithm of however they figured out all these new prices definitely went awry. Right. And uh, so robot, are you blaming robots? Well, I mean, we got to start blaming somebody. They're they're listening, Jarrett. Absolutely. They are. They're probably running the station right now. (laughs) They're planning their uprising. Them and the Russians from FaceApp. Uh, the Rus- Who's going to take over first? The Russians, the robots, or the animals? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know that there's a distinction between the Russians and the robots, but that's a different conversation for it's a gonna different It's going to be day. a Russian coyote robot. <laughs> exactly. A robotic Russian coyote. <laughs> that sounds terrifying, but actually kind of cute. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the, the even bigger camera, I don't even know the difference between these, but there was another camera that was fi- uh, regularly $5,500. That was also on sale for $94.48. I would have bought the heck out of that. Right? $94. Even if I had no plans of buying any kind of camera, I mean, this is like a a traditional looking camera yeah, but and it's a good camera but sure. i mean if you're getting it's normally five thousand dollars and it's 94 bucks i mean you're clicking add to cart immediately buy with one click type of stuff absolutely then right next to that is this giant very long camera lens that uh, looks like something out of et regularly thirteen thousand dollars also on sale for 94 dollars and 48 cents at the very least you can resell it right oh for yeah thousand dollars or whatever that would in go immediately on, on Etsy. On eBay in a second. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people took advantage of that. On Someone the Facebook said, Marketplace. Exactly. On OfferUp. You know what I mean? Like right away. And I love that some of these customers, they just decided to go ahead and say that they already bought this stuff. <laughs> they just like, like if, I, if that happened to me, I would be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I wouldn't tell anybody and I wouldn't say anything. I would just be like, head down. You just got a bunch of stuff for $94 that you weren't supposed to get. Well, so that Moving always happens. On. I remember being, when I, back when I was on Facebook more often, I remember there was a... A, a, a post going around where people were like, "Oh my God, this website glitch is giving is giving like trips to South Africa for ninety five dollars or something." <laughs> yeah, and so it was you like, tweet it out and then you go there immediately. And everyone was doing it, and then like they fixed the glitch, and they were like, "Oh, we actually are going to take all these back or something." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a it's a shady thing, but like when people when people start sharing it, they start going quickly. Yeah, somebody said, uh, "I'm lol, I'm still waiting for the cancellation, but it's like ninety nine point three percent off <laughs> right I now." I mean, that's. Crazy, so yeah. yeah, I guess people are like, I'm just going to buy now and ask questions later. They might cancel it, but whatever. When okay. something's thirteen thousand dollars, the packaging alone is going to cost ninety. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, just of the styrofoam. That's exactly. Crazy. Uh, okay, so Area 51 apparently is getting raided later this year, September 20th. That is the date that everyone's planning on raiding Area 51 because enough is enough. The people deserve to know. And uh, I mean, if you're planning on this, you're probably doing some research. You probably are already got a couple screws loose. Maybe you got like a whole basement bomb shelter built out already. Like you're one of those people who's preparing for the end. Right. Uh, But anyway, there have been some people preparing very differently because they the first place they went to was Pornhub to start searching for alien porn. And if you are somebody who regularly looks at adult content on the Internet, I can understand, you know, you start basic, start with just hetero missionary then you go to doggy style. I want to be clear. I did not start at hetero. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying I'm not saying you yeah. or I started yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I but did start with the hetero. In a very generalized <laughs> way, you start with something very, very basic She's and traditional. Like not you, you, but the universal you. You know. Got it. Okay. 
And then you start going like, hmm, well, maybe I like this. Maybe I like this. Maybe I want role playing. Maybe mm. I want teacher student. And then you kind of go down this rabbit hole. And before you know it, you're into like toenail clippings and feather bow. Why are you looking at me like that? Allie. I'm just saying there's a pad for everything. I don't know if the can hear the look on my face, but wow. <laughs> Your eyes let's, just got so big. Let's have a conversation about what you're into. So Yikes. the spike in searches has come as a result of a Facebook event titled Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us, uh, which has over two. <laughs> million people and counting and uh, according to Pornhub Insights a search for Area 51 surged from 0 to 160,000 in just 4 days starting from July 12th there was nearly 59,000 searches for the highly classified location on July 16th alone so if you want to take a glimpse into what this category is like uh, click at your own risk I don't know if you're going to like what you see my friend posted a meme the other day about this and he says I give up America I have no more fight in me we have kids (laughs) in cages but y'all are worried about Alf (laughs) and I was like that's amazing yeah I love that but what about Alf what about Alf (laughs) drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q drop the subject the new channel Q Okay, yes, Sally Johnson and Jared Hill hanging with you. We are finishing out News It or Lose It. A lot more to come on today's show. Uh, next, we will have Emmy noms while Emmy noms. We have a producer here by the name of Emmy, and uh, there's a lot of talk about the Emmy nominations that have just been released earlier this week, and a story specifically having to do with someone who was nominated from Game of Thrones, a person who nominated themselves for an Emmy. So we will break all that down, but I Emmy will do it while she noms. Love this story. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Uh, we also have nightmare news later on to get to, Gay Gay Cray Cray. And we do have an in-studio guest coming a little later to talk about their short film that is premiering at Outfest. Uh, actually, it has been at several of the, uh, of the, of the uh, it's, it's been on the festival circuit all year at Tribeca and Van Frameline and whatnot. And it's a story about a threesome gone wrong. So mm. we will talk about that. Um, but first, a man who was wrongly fired, in my opinion, and this is the third story for News It or Lose It. The Iowa director of Department of, of the Department of Human Services, he was told to promptly resign. And of course, we talk about a lot of people resigning now. It was last week. We did we a just whole played, game on yeah, Monday. Yeah, hired, fired, or retired. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of people being asked to resign that are uh, retiring early because of horrible things that they've done or skeletons in their closet, or maybe they've helped people with skeletons in their closet. This person was told to resign for a ridiculous reason and if we're going to get behind a, a, a cause to get this guy reinstated I, I think I mean that we have a case here because this guy was emailing a, a, a bunch of people it was the 4,300 employees you know it's one of those big mass emails and he uh, included a photo of Tupac smiling, followed by the uh, inspirational quote, pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means that you are two steps ahead. Well, apparently he was his uh, his point of view on Tupac and his love for Tupac was not taken lightly. And the next day he was asked to resign. This is so wild to me. Like if he had done something like offensive, I would get it. I'm still trying to understand like what exactly was done wrong in this instance? Well, apparently he has spoken about it and he said, I'm a 66-year-old white guy from the Midwest who likes right, likes rap music and who loves Tupac. Uh, I always try to assume the best of everybody and I can't imagine that the governor would base her decision on the Tupac incident. If this is the reason, I'm really disappointed. So I think that there were many 
many other factors involved in the reason that he was asked to resign. But of course, this is the most relatable one to all of us because well, we don't didn't know who the hell this guy was before now. I, I'm reading here that he it says Foxhoven regularly held Tupac Fridays in his office where the rapper's music was played. The lawyer said he liked breaking stereotypes about who listens to rap. How does that make you feel? I, I fine. Uh, well, I mean, he doesn't have a job anymore. So, yeah. um, no, I just. Uh, so I, he also was asked, he asked people to mark their calendars for Tupac's impending birthday last month with I, catalog pins. <laughs> so that that is taking it a little bit of a step further. I like, mean, all right, we're going to celebrate his birthday together. Part of me loves this guy and part of me is like, it's, it's just like slightly cringy. Yeah. But like fire worthy, like. I mean, come no, on. definitely not fireworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not compared to everything else that is beyond fireworthy and people that should be fired still that are still in their jobs yeah. for doing way worse stuff than this guy was doing. He was just trying to bring some morale to the workplace. Yeah, no, I, I think this is kind of ridiculous. I like, mean, yeah, and and I do really. I, I've always really enjoyed rap, but I don't feel like I can sing the lyrics anymore. Well, it's funny because I, when I do uh, MSNBC, Ari Melber, um, who does uh, the beat with Ari Melber on MSNBC, uh, he always is quoting rap lyrics in the news. And like he will always like cite, I should say he's always citing them. Um, and so, I mean, it's kind of interesting how like rap, how pop culture has like embraced rap in such a way. But like it's also a little cringy sometimes. It's a little weird. I think it's ex- I think it's exciting. I think that people should be happy. I think that music brings people together. Sure. Yes. And so this is a 66 year old white guy. What is he like? What is he supposed to be listening to? No, no. I besides get it. Tupac. I'm not. <laughs> I love that he's listening to Tupac and that he wants to share it with everyone. And he's proud. Yeah, yeah. And he came out as a Tupac listener. I, I mean, listen, a 66 year old white man listening to Tupac and sending it around to the government. I'm all the way here for it. So. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay. Drop. Drop. I just, I love when, when someone can pronounce a word with more syllables than her in. Well, my, for me, it's subject. <laughs> so many E's where there weren't E's before. Subject. For your consideration. <laughs> when we had on Sandra Bernhardt, I told her my favorite moment from Will and Grace was her. And she was, she's like shouting at Will and Grace, spiritual connection. Spiritual <laughs> And it's like, there's so many syllables there. Like, yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in the delivery. Well, speaking of Emmy-winning shows. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. See what I did? Emmy, I'm a professional, Yes. We have a special Emmy segment that we've been doing here on Drop the Subject, and I cannot wait. You know, we did this a little earlier in the week when you weren't here, Jarrett, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, man, I'm so sad because I really enjoy an- Emmy noms while Emmy noms. I was listening and I was mad that I couldn't participate. It was right. a fun idea. So then when when uh, we were sending around stuff for the show, we came across this uh, Emmy nomination related story. Yes. So we said, oh, perfect. Now only two days later, we can bring the triumphant return to the airwaves of Emmy noms while Emmy noms. And, and I don't think this will be the last I really hope Emmy not. noms, Emmy noms, because I I feel like Emmy could nom Oscar noms. <laughs> Emmy could probably nom the Golden Globe. No, we have noms. to get someone named Oscar for that. Well, okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> or we could change her name to Oscar for the day. <laughs> I'll just Whatever keep changing it takes. her name. Whatever it takes to make her happy. Uh, and I know we have been speaking a little bit earlier about uh, about gender neutrality mm-hmm. and how you were talking about how there was a best actress and best actor and how they were combined into just best 
something. Perf- what was it? Performer, Performer or something. Uh, I'm looking at this Emmy not at this Emmy award, and I'm offended that this lady's in a dress. <laughs> Do are, I, are you actually offended? I'm not actually offended. No, no. I was gonna say like, are you really? Offended? But the, I, I mean, if we're talking about gender neutral stuff here, there's a lady in a dress with like wings coming out of her shoulders, well, to be and clear, she's holding Oscar up. Oscar is naked. So Oscar is a naked man. That I am more offended by. Oh yeah, no, I mean the outrage, the disrespect. Yeah, and like we're, we talk about free the nipple. Guys are able to just have their nipples out all the time, and well, I'm that's not. Something that I agree with. Why you is on. the Emmy lady have? She has to have herself all covered up. We, she can't be naked. We have. We have to get to Emmy. She's waiting to nom. I'm sorry. She's starving. Emmy noms while Emmy noms. <laughs> it's going. Hey, Emmy. Hi. How's it going? It's pretty good. So tell us, before you do that, because when I was listening, I, I had questions. I was like, what is she eating, though? So tell us what you're eating, first of all. The most disturbing snack of all time, oh. Hidden Valley Nature Bar. Oh. <laughs> and there goes our Hidden Valley sponsorship. I, Thank you. I, exactly. I love your I love your tone. I love that you're eating. So give I us the story. Tell us what happened. So, um, there's an actress who is named Gwendolyn Christie who plays Sir Brienne of Tarth on Game of Thrones. Okay, I only learned who she was in the last season because I was only watching the last season. She's the one that hooks up with the guy and it's her first time ever getting laid. And then he leaves her. Yeah. And I thought she back. was a big lesbo the whole time, so I was a Shame. little disappointed. Right. Shame. And she's, he's the one that goes and is Cersei's brother, am I right? Yes. And yes. They, look at me. I know Game of you Thrones. You got it. Stuff. Yeah. So, what about her? So, and let me let me set the tone here and say yeah. this is the level of not caring of badassery. Yeah, honestly, yeah. that I strive to achieve on a daily basis. Okay. So, Gwendolyn Christie, she was nominated for best supporting actress in a drama series. However, she did nominate herself. Yes. So that's the plot twist. So for people that don't understand how this works, usually shows and networks will nominate their stars, right? So HBO, we if you live here in LA, you I love hearing you eating in the background. Justin's like, get closer to the mic. Exactly. You need to hear, I'm a nom. Um, oh, nom. If you live here in Los Angeles, there's FYC season, which is for your consideration. You'll see billboards all over the city for everything that people want to be considered for awards. If you don't live in LA, you've never seen this and have no idea what we're talking about. But there's a whole campaign around winning an award it's just not an organic thing that happens no you need money it's like running There's for money. president you need you need a lot of funding and yeah. you need to spend millions of dollars on marketing i mean it's a, it's a whole big thing so especially th- if you want to win like big awards like oscars and emmys and and golden globes and stuff like that so hbo and game of thrones did not put her up for this award they put up certain people i'm sure and i don't know if anyone else, I've, game of thrones got a lot of nominations so they had like a record yeah yeah so i'm sure they put up their actors but they didn't put her up but because she's a member of the national academy of television arts and sciences she can nominate herself because you can nominate anyone if there's you're a no member. rules against this no conflict of no interest. absolutely not because Nothing. ultimately it has to be voted on <laughs> and people voted and nominated her so i was like good for you Emmy, she deserves that. And it costs you, money, too. But I also think we should do a whole spread when the Emmys happen of what you will be nomming during the Emmys and do some oh, kind of absolutely. like an actual, uh, yeah, like a food breakdown. Emmy, Emmy noms, Emmys. What Emmy noms during the Emmys? Yeah. Um, I'd like to put in a request for Taco Bell. I'm just going to say that. if we. Uh, I think we should do that. I if I gonna... can pick up some Taco Bell before we do this, I'm all for it. If you have ideas about what we, how we should spin Emmy noms into getting her to the Emmys, I think we should do that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I, I always know that's the Taco Bell bell, but I always hear it as The Undertaker from WWF. Oh, yeah. Every single time. Um, but yeah, we got to get Emmys. We, from you, WWF. 
like, yes. yes. And that totally reminds and me of the And for some reason, he had magic powers. Exactly. He could bring the lights up with his arms. It's crazy. Um, so, Emmy, thank you for bringing us this Emmy noms. Emmy noms. Um, we got to get figure out how to get you to the Emmys so that you can nom during. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they cut to her in the, the audience? The nom carpet? And she's sitting there in the audience, like, in a gown, eating, like, potato chips. Oh, that's great. Ellen's stupid pizza gag would be, like, nothing oh compared God. to that. Which, that was a pretty good gag. Okay, get it? Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, but, I mean, It's not nearly is... as good as Emmy noms, Emmy noms. No, and I think that you just interviewing people on the red carpet while you nom is also a great thing. But just... it has to be, like, it has to be, like, those puffy Cheetos that make the fin- your fingers orange. And yeah. she's just, like, eating it the whole time with orange fingers and, like, has a microphone with orange dust and on it. And then she has to take a picture with everybody and put her arm around that person and oh, get a little bit of Cheeto dust on Cheeto every... Dust. And then you get the Emmy Cheeto <laughs> marker. all the Donald Trump jokes you can make there. That's great. <laughs> yeah. like well, thank you very much, Emmy noms, for the Emmy noms. That is another segment that we have been debuting here on Drop the Subject. All kinds of new original radio here happening. Absolutely. So, uh, You've got something new with Nightmare News coming up. I do, yes. Is making my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. And yes. this has to do with uh, an animal that has turned into a zombie. So we will talk about that when we get back. And a little later in the show, we'll be talking about the new 007. Mm-hmm. Excited for that. So excited. There, yeah. I, well, I won't even get into it because we don't have time. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. You're listening to Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. <laughs> Do we talk about the impressions we were just doing in the state in the studio or no? No, 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 no. I think we should wait till these uh, stars are in studio to re- uh, reveal our impressions. Okay, um, we have a few things to get to before are you we end sure the hour. You don't want Justin to do his impression on the air. Come on, Justin. You want to do your impression? No, you don't want to. Oh, now Justin's bashful. Oh, now you're bashful. The ginger's turning red a Bring little bit. Out, breaking out the Halsey impressions <laughs> off the air. I see. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, we have a couple things to talk about before we get to the end of the hour here and go into the second half of our show first why don't we start with the new ish 007 yes and then i can close it out on a creepy note with our nightmare news i feel like okay all right so there's this new headline um, we we actually did the story a couple of weeks ago talking about idris elba and whether or not he'd be the new bond and how you know he said that he wasn't campaigning for it but if they offered it to him he would be happy to do it because of how racist all the responses were people were like giving him all of these you know, all of this really ugly backlash to the idea of a black bond and so now the headline comes from daily mail saying that there is a new bond the new bond is black and the and new bond is a, a woman. woman it's a Doosh. black woman exactly they like doubled down on it they were like oh yeah everyone's not cool with a black bond here we go bam and it's a black woman and it's someone we've never I've never heard of before I want so, her to like, be a black lesbian I, well so there's an interesting part of this like she better be a lesbian in this okay. I want her to be with the same bond girls well bond women are okay. the new thing uh, everyone's a bond woman now <laughs> it says in the article that a bond the phrase, goddess the, a bond goddess <laughs> Yes. Uh, it says, this is a black woman. It says, the black woman who will be the next 007 new James Bond film will feature British actress Lashana Lynch taking over the famous codename, but that doesn't stop legendary agent from trying to seduce her. <sighs> okay, see, this makes me happy because I'm very, very glad they did not, like, all, putting everything aside, whether they have a blonde Bond, black Bond, black female blonde Bond, She's got to be British. Yes. You got to always have the British thing, I think. I I mean, for the sake of diversity, I would go for a Scott. I'm kidding. I don't <laughs> care. 
I, I go for Northern you. Ireland, but not Southern exactly. Ireland. Exactly. Let's not get crazy. And then Wales. Stop it. No way. <laughs> exactly. Because maybe South Wales, but <laughs> you got to do that traditional British sexiness. That. Because they had, they also had a was it Dame Judi Dench? Wasn't she in some of these movies? Like I feel like I always see mm-hmm. her as like a Bond person who's like, sure, and make it happen, Bond. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I always do think of Bond as British and having the accent, and I think that's a part of the appeal. Like and you know, Americans love anyone British, so mm-hmm. you know that. But Lashana Lynch, uh, it says since Daniel Craig announced he was standing down as James Bond, debate has raged whether or not the 007 would be a woman or black, and now they're announcing that it's going to be both. In what's called a popcorn dropping moment, British star Lashana Lynch will be given Bond's license to kill in the 25th movie. Now, what's interesting here is it's not clear what happens after this movie. This will be the 25th Bond movie and she is going to... The the way they talk about it here is that they have to call... Daniel Craig's Bond back to come back for one last thing but what you don't recognize is like in the moment there already is a 007 and it's her and so so she's like a placeholder well like she's she's like taking the the, the temporary replacement I, I guess so yeah it's unclear the way that it's worded here but he comes back and then he is like really attracted to her and wants her and so he's trying to to be all attracted because he's a horn dog have you met James Bond like (laughs) how is he able to just like he's he thinks horn dog all over the damn world well, he's jumping out of planes. And he he's... thinks with the head below the waist a lot more than the head above the waist. So I, I, the idea that he's attracted to her and she's not here for it. Like she's Channel just two. not. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 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 Uh, Are you going to go into your Halsey impression? Then shut up. Exactly. <laughs> when Justin's at the board, you never know what's going to happen. Mm. But, um, but yeah, he wants her and she is not here for it. It's at least at first. That's what the article says, but they're not giving away like what's going to happen. See, that's what I don't want. I don't need I a hope... romance story between double O's. I, would... I don't need double O fourteen. I would love for her to lead him on and then just like walk out. I just I want you know her to be I mean? a lesbian. You want her to be a a a Monday Munch report? Yes, a hundred percent. And I want her to drive like a badass to give women a better reputation about driving. Okay. And I want her to. Uh... And she always has the baddest women that are after her. Yes, just like the badass. I want gorgeous from every different walk of life and they all want a piece mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want it to be like this sexual tension thing between her and the villains mm. and be like yeah we want each other but then we have to kill each other yeah. like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith but w- 007 lesbian version and everyone everybody wants to munch her Monday report mm, yeah. yeah I can't say that Yes, you can. I can say munch. All right, all right. Let's close this out (laughs) with nightmare news. There are a lot of things creepy about the world we're living in. I'm going to try and sneak something else in since he dumped me just now. Please do. Yes. Mad at him right now. I'm going to talk to you about zombie ants. Because ants just can't be regular anymore. They have to be creepy AF and zombie-like. There is apparently a fungus that ants are eating because ants eat everything because they're gross. Because they're trash. And then they take the fungus and they bring it back to their little weird dome houses and they infect each other with it. What is this voice? And this... I'm so nervous right now. And this fungus breaks down the ant brain. Shocker, I didn't realize we had ant brains. But the fungus manipulates the ant's behavior in unfathomable ways. Instead, it grows around the brain into the muscles and controls the nearby mandibles, a.k.a. their biting bits. So, these zombie ants truck along 
and you're like, ew, I'm going to step on you, but now they are getting stronger, and their brains are getting weaker, and they will bitey-bite you with their little mini talons. What? This has been Nightmare News. I, wait, okay, so they're eating a fungus that's attacking their brain, and then it keeps them from dying? It just makes them zombie-like. You're still in the voice. I don't have more information about this. These zombie ants are very creepy, and they will eat you and your whole family. I just feel like we need the Black Bond woman to come kill them all. Yes! (laughs) And then they fall in love. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, Jarrett and Allie hanging with you on Drop the Subject and on the new Channel Q. Thanks for hanging out with us and checking us out. If you like what you're hearing, let our boss know. Okay, just do a little research. Just His go to email weird. is... B- Never mind. <laughs> I bet he wouldn't care. Just go to... Uh, we love that. We are channelq.com and then find uh, the section that says boss or contact us <laughs> or whatever and then say, I love Drop the Subject because Jarrett and Allie are funny and original. They're the best. Uh, and if it, it says need improvement just why don't you wait on sending that until yeah. we actually improve you can send that to um bite me at gmail.com <laughs> send it to the mailer demon exactly <laughs> so jared when the you mailer demon, that's perfect. <laughs> that was really good work Alan. oh thank you really good see work. we are improving little yeah. by little <laughs> when you get on an airplane <sighs> say you get on your first person on you're for some reason you're one of those people that needs a little extra time getting on board or whatever it is I'm in that that coveted A group yeah, yeah. you're in you're in the, the one that has their own little side entrance mm-hmm. you know where it's like a little different colored carpet and you know you're That's pursing ridiculous. your lips you're like mm-hmm. yeah those yeah. people yeah and we usually sit in our seats and go damn these people Ugh. or you judge why they're in that line and you're not but you're thrilled when it's you yeah <laughs> exactly, but when it's you yeah. you're like ha la 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 this and, is the only way to fly yeah for some reason the classism is very very apparent yes. in an airport <laughs> and on an airplane so when you get on an airplane it's assuming the best case scenario you're the first person on the plane where do you sit do you sit, do you go immediate first class? Do you go to the place that has the most leg room? Do you, uh, what, what is your pick? If I could sit anywhere on the flight, I would probably sit in the second row of first class. Why second row? Because the, the access to like the TV is going to be on the seat behind me. Oh. And like when I fly on JetBlue, like uh, there's a there's an exit row seat that doesn't have a seat in front of it. And there's like a little wall they have up that has a TV. It's just weird. Oh, so with like, like the little half window or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd have like the second row of first class window seat. So I don't have to pe- have people brushing by me the whole time, like getting to the back. Just going so you back can to have your peasant. own privacy exactly. so against a window. Have the peasants, you know, touching my arm as they go by. <laughs> I, yeah. Second I, row window. I don't, I don't like aisle either because I don't like the brushing of the next uh, I don't like the brushing of the flight attendant I don't like the brushing of the people going up to the bathroom I don't like uh, people's bags are too big and then they're hitting you in the elbows any of that stuff and I'm six foot three so like when I'm on the aisle I feel like my leg is always like kind of into the aisle a little bit and then it's like oh could you move your leg oh could you move and like shut up like so the reason I ask is because there have been some updates as to what is the safest and best seat to sit in when you are actually on an airplane and of course, okay. when you're getting a, a getting your ticket, sometimes you can pick where you sit, and right. you're just kind of going for whatever's closest to the exit or something, because you're like, I want to be able to get off the plane as soon as possible. I don't want the last seat, because that's so annoying. Ugh. There's no more baggage space, all that crap. There's not enough leg room. KLM has tweeted out 
some recent studies done by Time, and they basically said the middle of the plane is the worst place that you could sit because in an air crash situation, the plane is likely going to split apart. I was going to say, if it breaks in half, you're really screwed. You And that's most of the time what happens. So the middle of the plane, if you're going to that exit row, because there's always an exit yeah, row in the middle of the plane, right. and you're like, oh man, if there's an exit row, I want to sit in there. And then they say, are you okay in an exit? And you're like, meh, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep. But yeah, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and verbally tell you yes yeah, exactly. so, that I can, so that I can put my bag under here. What, okay, can we just pause there for a second? Because whenever they ask, do the, like, would you, are you willing to help? I'm like, yeah, girl, okay. And then I think to myself, if this plane is going down, I am not thinking about any of you bitches. Like, I'm right. not worried about you people. And it won't even matter because it's likely in the middle, you're going to, your help will not be needed because that entire middle yeah. of the plane will be in the air and you'll all be falling out of the sky. Well, that exit door becomes a lot less important. <laughs> it certainly, certainly <laughs> exactly. does when it's on fire and so right. are you. And so, it's split in half. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it'll be like a Titanic situation where, you know, the oh, part of it yeah. and then you break off and that's just not a fun time. So what they say... The fatality rate for the seats in the front is oh marginally God. lesser. So, again, go Classism, rich people. Exactly. As soon as you, you're getting that free orange juice and champagne when you sit down, you're sitting yeah. in your little window seat, I have to walk by you. And, and your feel, warm cookies. Yeah, and your dumb blanket. Oh, and your good food. And your little long pods that you get to go all the way ver- horizontal on on those long flights. Are we getting jealous? I think we're getting jealous. Those people are going to survive <laughs> while we are just scrambling for any extra in- inch of leg room in an exit row in the middle of the plane are going to be dead. That sounds about American. But here's the kicker. In the very, very back of the plane is also going to be marginally safer because... and I. I don't know about this, but I actually think that the back of the plane is probably the safest because if you're crashing into a mountain or something or crashing into the, like, I would think the front of the plane is probably the worst place to be. Well, if the plane were to, first of all, these scenarios that they're laying out, death, like, are horrifying. Yeah, Um, and I think most of the time everyone dies. Yeah, I mean, literally. Uh, If the plane were to split in half, both of the, the front and the back would be the sides that would, like, go down and, like, would hit the ground first, it would seem. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it seems like those would be the least safe. Yeah, but apparently, uh, no, maybe they reinforce those really nice pillows with like <laughs> fireproof lining or something to the, save the rich people. The pillows really, really come in handy there. Right. Apparently, KLM got some hate for this tweet. I'm sure. Because people were like, what the hell, man? Why am I picking based on my airline crashing or my airplane crashing? And I think maybe I... because of the Boeing Max plane stuff. Yeah. So they, they then tweeted out later on, we would sincerely like to apologize for the recent update. The post was based on a publicly available aviation fact, and it is not necessarily KLM's opinion. <laughs> They're basically like, uh, you can die anywhere. Right, All exactly. Right? This is not our information. This was publicly available information, so chill out. Yeah, everyone's triggered. Okay. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, Allie Johnson and Jared Hill here with you. And yes, this is Drop the Subject. We have been talking about all kinds of things today, including why Trump is a racist a-hole. Uh, why... Really subtly put there. <laughs> how how to pick your airplane seats on an airplane. And now we are talking about something uh, that is very fascinating for a million reasons. Yes, before we do that, do you remember that era in life when Rihanna had a new song like every other month? 
month. Yes, I do. And it, it went on for years and years and years. And like, and now she's just chilling. Had, and now she's like, I'm going to make cosmetics. And this album I told you is coming. It'll come when not when I give it to you. <laughs> she actually tweeted about it because like all of her like diehard fans are like, when is this album coming? And she's like, mm, yeah, it'll <laughs> be here. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's success right there is when you get to a point where you really don't have to do anything exactly you just kind of do it when you feel like it Good you're not like her. all right every other every other year i need to come out with a new one because then i have to tour and then i have to make all this money when you reach a point where you're just like i'll i'll continue my career when i feel i'm good and ready i will do exactly what i feel like doing and nothing else mm-hmm. yeah no it's it was great it's so. a good time yeah okay millennials they are an enigma to a lot of people. You know, when, when the term millennial first came out, there are a lot of baby boomers and older people trying to figure out what do millennials want, mm-hmm. okay? Why aren't they buying houses? Why aren't they getting married? Why aren't they buying diamonds? Why aren't they, they eating money, cereal? Because they don't have money and because they don't have money. Right. <laughs> exactly. And they uh, the millennial culture always... They never cease to amaze because now there's an article out about how millennials are uh, getting into the habit they are becoming <laughs> nuns. They are joining the order after 50 straight years of decline in the nunnery. <coughs> millennial women are deciding, hey, you know what? When I'm picking a career, why don't I go ahead and join the congregation and really go all in on this whole Catholicism thing? So this story is so interesting to me because um, there's all this reporting that says that that millennials are less interested in religion um, and are you know moving away from like traditional traditional things in general. Well, yeah, like moving away from religion, not necessarily faith, but like moving away from religion. And so that is what makes this this article from Huffington Post's highline so interesting. It says, um, it says there that these women are more diverse. That ninety percent of American nuns in two thousand nine identified as white. Last year, fewer than sixty percent of the new entrants uh, um, to the covenant did. They're also younger. The average age for taking the final step into religious life a decade ago was forty. Today, it's twenty four. Twenty four. That's crazy, right? That's it straight says, out of college. You get two buffer years, and exactly. then you're going into the congregation. Yeah, the it's clergy. Says they're disproportionately middle children, often high flying and high achieving. Typical discernment stories uh, on blogs or in the Catholic press start with lines like she played lacrosse and went to Rutgers or she was a Harvard graduate with a wonderful boyfriend and then decided to go into the order. But if you end up playing lacrosse, then you're definitely a lesbian. Well, I mean, I, I... I also wonder, like, how many lesbians are attracted to this, even though being gay is still not accepted in the Catholic Church. No, no, it's definitely not. Uh, yeah. That alone. Well, I mean, it, I blame a few things for this. I blame dating apps because dating has gotten very, very frustrating for a lot of people. Absolutely. So I think that this has become like an idealistic thing, like, oh, forget it. I'm just going to go be a nun. And then now people are like, no, wait a minute. Maybe I actually should go be a nun. To that point, we, I talked about joining Tinder and what Tinder's been like for me. I'm about ready to get off of it. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> See, yeah, I think some people are like, why don't I just be celibate for a while? Yeah. Because this sucks. Well, and, and even to that point, to the a little bit more extreme than even that, it says they tend to be far more doctrin- doctrinally conservative than their predecessors if you go deeper into their social media feeds past the wacky photos of habited nuns making uh, the hang loose sign you'll find firm devotion to the most traditional of catholic beliefs they fervently protest abortion they celebrate virginity not as a necessity to free up time to serve god 
um, how some liberal sisters see it, but as something in itself as holy. It's a severity that overlaps neatly, actually, with the OMG maximalism that dem- dominates social media. So, like, they're, like, really committed to this. If you look further in the story, it says that they actually want to go. They, there's a, a website where they can kind of go find where they should go be nuns, and they want to wear habits, even though, like, 20% of, of nuns right now actually wear habits. They want to find a place where they can go and be led and wear habits and, like, live a much more conservative life. Have we not seen Handmaid's Tale? I mean, right? It's amazing to me that and at a time when that's, like, a big show, that this is something that's that growing. they're like, okay, yeah. I also think that maybe some millennials are just doing this because they don't want to pay rent. Well, <laughs> there's probably that. I mean, there's a lot of millennials that are staying at home for long periods of time because they don't want to move out and, and, and pay well, rent themselves. Well, because they can't find a job or because, you know, the job market yeah, has so been so difficult. Yeah, so job and, and living quarters all in one. And you don't have to worry about dating. There's no sex to worry about. Like, I mean, I kind of get it, but not really. The only good thing that can come out of this is a reboot of Sister Act. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. Allie Johnson and Jared Hill here with you today. Thank you for checking us out. If you are just tuning in and you've missed the first half of the show, well, the first half and a little bit of the show, you can uh, catch up on the podcast. We have one for you. It's Drop the Subject. You just search wherever you get your podcasts, and there it is. You can subscribe, listen, rate, review, all that crap. You know, the whole world goes around just based on reviews. So please review everything always, and then we'll send you a follow-up survey about the review that you left. Okay. We want to know how your review process was based upon the survey. So then we'll send you a follow up on that. And then when you unsubscribe, we'll send you an email to make sure that you're clear that you unsubscribed. Yeah. Just to let you know and confirm that you unsubscribed. And then how was your unsubscribing experience? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So now we're getting into the 2020 election segment that uh, we have been talking about the name. What's it going to be? We had people vote. The voting was pretty much a three way tie. So apparently Justin has made two intros. He would not play him for us off the air. Which makes me feel a little bit of a way. So, so Jared's a little upset about that. This is the intro for Totes My Votes. Totes My Votes. Oh, I love that guitar twang. Like, are we are we going like on a road trip here? Like, what are, what are <laughs> All right, about? Jared, where are we going exactly, first? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going over to Mississippi, Allie. And, and the other one is Drop the President. The uh, other one is Drop the President. Drop the so. President is the other one of the other ones that um, got voted for and tied with Totsma Votes. So let's hear that. Drop the President. Actually, kind of like that. That's so Looney Tunes. Yeah, I well, I was it. hoping that it would end with something like, you know, like something ridiculous. Um Okay, so I like the name Totesma Votes the most, but I also think Drop the President sounds cool. The, yeah. The Drop the President intro sounds better. Okay, so all of that <laughs> we've gone through, uh, that we've, we've dragged you through. No, you now have no time to talk about all exactly. this stuff. Um, there's going to be a debate. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, there is going to be a debate. This is who, this is the CNN debate is next, right? So the next debate is going to be at the end of July. It'll be uh, in Detroit. And CNN is going to be hosting this one. Uh, MSNBC obviously did the first one. Uh, The second one will be July 30th and 31st on two different nights. Again, we'll have 10 folks on each night. And they've announced who those people are. All of the ones that were there last time are there, with the exception of Eric Swalwell, because he was the first and only candidate right now that's dropped out. Um, And there's a new person in the race who is the governor of Montana. Um, His name is uh, Steve. 
Steve Bullock. Bullock, who's, you know, of course, that's what his name is. Um, <laughs> we were talking about and like, oh, good old Steve. Good old Uncle Steve. Good old Steve. Uncle now, Steve. Now, people are always like, okay, well, how do they pick these people? There's a couple of different criteria. Number one, they had to have 65,000 unique donors, including 200 donors f- from uh, from 20 different states, which is an important thing because you want to make sure that you have enough people, you have a candidate that actually has enough traction in enough states to even really play the game. Oh, I see. So it'd be 200 unique supporters in 20 different states. So you'd have to have 200 in each of those 20 states. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And And these are all donors as in, these are supporters or they are people that are giving them money? Yeah. So like if you gave $20 to Kamala Harris last month, that would contribute to her $200. Oh, so I'm one of the, oh, even if it's just 20 20 bucks. Yeah. If you're donating money to her and you live in California, that represents a donor from from California. I see. So I I don't necessarily have to be somebody who's like Mark Zuckerberg giving you $100,000 million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, I mean, no one can give $100,000 million. Um, just Got because it. of the campaign finance. All right, why don't you patronize me a little more there, Jared? <laughs> a hundred thousand million—that's a good contribution. It's a really—you really cared. Yeah, but it wouldn't matter if the, you just had that. It wouldn't matter because you have to have a bunch of unique. Donors. Exactly, that's an important. That's part. why that other billionaire who threw his hat in the ring—exactly—he could like he could fund his own campaign, but he can't. He needs supporters. Right. So Tom Steyer is the person you're talking about. He he came into the race the same day that Ross Perot. Oh, yeah. And that's why we'll drop out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All those things happen in the same, um, like within 24 hours of each other. Um, he couldn't do that because realistically, the Democratic Party is not going to be excited about someone who's just funding their own campaign, but doesn't have support in the states of people that are going to vote for sure. them. So, um, yeah, these 20 people will be on the stage and it's going to be interesting. Bill de Blasio's up there again. And obviously there's a lot happening in New York right now where we want to kind of see how he's going to handle this Eric Garner situation. Yeah, because people were protesting about that last night. Exactly. So the police officer in the Eric Garner case um, is not going to be facing charges for the for choking for the man murder of yeah. Eric Garner, right? Uh, Eric Garner, you might remember, was this case that was, um, everyone rec- remembers it from the I can't breathe statement where he said 11 times in that video, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. He was being strangled, being choked by this police officer and he's not going to face charges and people are really pissed about it and rightfully so. Including um, the family who like five years later is like, what the hell? Your exactly. thoughts and prayers aren't changed changing anything there's yeah. still this stuff is still happening his daughter was out in front of the courthouse and there's a, a viral video of her and she's like yelling at the media like you know i don't want your thoughts and your prayers like yeah. i want my dad right so um that is a thing that's happening in new york we'll be interested to see how um, if he like draws attention to that at all because he could also just say absolutely nothing about it right right and i mean people are gonna probably take him to task about that so we'll see what happens with it um coming up next though uh it's time for news or to lose it Man, this time already i know right this time you get the votes i get the you get to vote i get the <laughs> headlines and everyone else gets the news totes uh, news it or lose it is coming up next drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q drop the subject the new channel q ali johnson jared hill drop the subject channel q that's a word jumble for you. That's a word jumble for you. Yes, it is time for us to get into news it or lose it. Mm-hmm. Drop the subject presents news it or lose it. 
That's right. It's time for News It or Lose It, where I have the headlines, and Allie's going to be voting on what she wants to talk about. Now, That's right. Women can vote. That Well, in some places. Let's not get crazy. Okay. <laughs> Damn um, it. <laughs> right. We, we gave you people your, your pronouns and your genders and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> we gave them your pronouns <laughs> exactly. and your genders. So, so let's chill out, lady. Okay. Okay. So first up, headline. <clears throat> Ellen helped a mom accept her gay son, then gave her an incredible surprise. <laughs> We're also pregnant. <laughs> She's always. Uh, sure. You care or not? Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I'm. No it, pressure. I guess I'm just. These sometimes can be clickbaity for me, where I'm like, "What's the surprise?" And it's like, you can say no. Um, I know. Now I've talked about it. I got to news it. Okay. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> okay. One star opens up about another star and the weird thing that ended their mega public feud. Lose it. Lose it. Oh, I thought I was going to trick you into that one. It was Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Ah, I didn't <laughs> fall for it. There you go. I was like, okay. who's stars in this the sky? No, they're nope. actual oh, movie stars. Celebrities. Yep. Um, okay. Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu, and Cardi B strip down and get even. Oh, yeah. I think I heard about this. Yeah, let's news that. I actually, uh, I went to school with Constance Wu. Oh, me too. What? That's not true. I'm lying. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, then uh, now you just added me. I'm lying. I'm lying. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. Number four. Why is country music considered so white? (laughs) I saw this headline. I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, Because we were talking about country music recently. And I know that you were like, you had a country music phase, but you might not be enough into it to want to do the story. Well, I did have a two week country phase and there was a lot of Garth Brooks involved in that. There was probably about 10 songs that I was into. And then I think those same 10 songs are still playing on every country station in America. So you can lose it if you want. Uh, I'm going to lose it. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to give you a vote on these last two because the dictionary.com word of the day is a word that I'm pretty sure you know because I saw it. I was like, oh, I know that word. Softball? <laughs> it's munch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, Justin didn't get to run over to the dump uh, button ha. this time. Okay. So there's one about, there's one that uh, the word I'm pretty sure you know and the other story is something that is near and dear to your pocket. Near and dear to my pocket? Is it lint? Uh, is yes, it, is it's it one lint. dime? Mm, near and dear to my pocket. Well, I have to use that. Okay. Impossible Foods says its shortage is over. It's sh- is that the pocket is that the pocket news? Yeah. Oh, 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 because I ah, no, mm-hmm. mine's beyond me. I know. Okay, sure. You want to you want to news it? Sure. Okay. So we're going to news uh Four different stories, three different stories here. Ellen helped a man accept, her, helped a mom accept her gay son and then gave her an incredible surprise. Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu, and Cardi B stripped down and get even. And we're going to take this story right now, actually. This uh, story that I said is near and dear to your pocket because I know you're invested in Beyond Me. I am, yeah. And it's gone up, up, up since I bought some shares. Yes. So you know that the big competitor for you is Impossible, the Impossible Burger. Yeah. And they, to be fair, they were the, like the Backstreet Boys of the situation. They were kind of the first. <laughs> And then InSync came around and they kind of, you know, stole a bunch of pages from their book. So I am, yes, I'm an in, I'm InSyncing it as far how, as the stock goes. How is it possible that this is not the first time I've had to think about the Backstreet Boys today? <laughs> it's not? My Apple Music playlist had Backstreet's Back, all right. 
while I was in the shower, and I was like, "Nice, this is so random." But okay, yeah. I'm down. Okay, so impossible. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. That makes her shower better. Well, you know, um, and so the Impossible Foods people they had had such an overwhelming demand for Impossible Burgers that they ran out. They basically had a shortage where they couldn't do it anymore, and like distributors were basically kind of getting backlogged. Well, they are now saying that they have tripled their production. They've hired all kinds of new people, and now they are back in business. And you're going to be able to get Impossible Burgers in you know a billion different places. Impossible's back. All right. All right. Which I don't know if that's good for you or if that's bad for you. Well, you know, I think it's ultimately good because yes, Impossible Foods is is you know running right alongside Beyond Meat. I chose to to buy stock in Beyond Meat because I was like everybody's going to be eating alternative meat. We talked about a story yesterday where some where uh, a C, the CEO of Impossible Foods was telling kids, if we're still eating meat from dead animals in 2035, you can come beat me up. So they feel very, very confident oh, that nobody is going to even be eating pretty ready to get his ass kicked dead, <laughs> dead animals because yeah. I will be eating bacon. I don't care. I, listen, there is no plant that they're going to... You know what? <laughs> I challenge you, Impossible Food. Give me a bacon that I prefer. Over actual Over bacon. Over actual bacon, yeah. So yeah, that that is what's impossible. Well, and the the burger is good, but it doesn't taste like a burger. It doesn't. It right. doesn't. Especially if you put it on a grill or something like that, then it's a whole different. No, then situation. it just falls into the grill. Exactly. You okay. have to have like a grill mat situation. Um, yeah. So they're saying that four hundred different U.S. distributors are not going to be able to purchase and sell mm. Impossible Burgers. Yeah. They I guess they got a big giant petri dish and made a bunch more fake meat. Okay. That's gross. gross. Thank you for that biz. You're welcome. Come. All right, when we come back, what did Ellen do to help a mom accept her gay son? And what was the big surprise? And why are Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu, and Cardi B stripping down? All those things are coming up why next. Why not? Why not, right? right? That's coming up next on Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new Channel Q on your radio at radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Ah, oh, isn't that nice? It's got a nice little ring to it. Yes, this is Drop the Subject. Thank you for hanging out with us today. I'm Allie Johnson here with Jarrett Hill, who is back after a two-day hiatus. Yes. Did you miss him every moment he was gone? I did. I Yeah, I know. When I got home, I cried every night. I was like, <laughs> where's Allison? <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. that's not even something my mother's my mother does. I know, so. I know, but you also don't see your mother every day. I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't. Uh, okay, we are. We've already talked about how Impossible Burgers is uh, is making is, a big comeback. If you're looking for an Impossible Burger, they're you're gonna on find the one. Way. Yeah, they're on the way. Uh, okay, do you hear that, vegans? Stop whining. Stop I know whining. you don't have any energy to whine anyway. Vegans and vegan wannabes. Um, okay, so the other two stories. I'll, I'll, oh, Justin. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. He's very aggressive with the button. You gonna dump that, Justin? Exactly. Aggressive right. with the buttons too much? I, sh- I should dump. I should have dumped it. You should dump Justin. I should have hit the dump button when he started playing the music. You do have a dump button. <laughs> I next do have to you. a dump. Oh, oh I have one too, we but should've... I'm never ever gonna press it. We should aggressively use our dump buttons when Justin is using sounds. I don't think the engineer will like that. I know. It's fun though. <laughs> okay. So uh, we've got two stories. I'll let you pick which one do you wanna go first? Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu, Cardi B, and Lizzo stripping down? Or do you wanna do Ellen helping out a mom? Except her gay son, and then an incredible surprise. <laughs> well, I know which one you want to news first. Helping out her mom. 
Okay. No. Uh, let's do the strippers. Oh, the strippers. Okay, so there's a brand new movie uh, that's coming out, and I'm sure you guys have probably heard about this, and now we're finally starting to get to see trailers from it. Jennifer Lopez is leading this cast of women, um, Constance Wu, Lizzo, Cardi B, and others, and they are all playing strippers. And they work in this nightclub where they are going to swindle the men to get the money that they deserve. Take a listen. Front hook. Ankle hook, knee hook. Come here, you can do the carousel. Just switch and wrap. So, so here at the top of the trailer, Jennifer Lopez is up on a pole swinging around and it awesome. is so sexy. Like She's so hot. She's so hot. She's turning 50 years old this year and she looks better now than she did 20 years ago. She looks better now than she did on Living Color. And she, yes, and like, She's up on a pole, like swinging around and tossing her. And I'm like, I'm not into women, but <laughs> whoa. But I wonder, we should go see that movie together. Yes. Because I think that uh, this is a great time for this movie. I think that a lot of women actually are taking pole dancing classes. Absolutely. To That's work been a thing out. For a while. It has been a thing for a while. So there are a lot of, I mean, and I've been to a few strip clubs. That, like, and there's part of me who's like, this is sexy. A very small part. Yeah. Then a lot of me is going, how does she have the leg muscles to do this? This it's is crazy. so difficult. Yeah. So the fact that these women are doing this, and of course, I, I have, a, I'm, I'm a little curious to see what Cardi B and Lizzo are going to be like on camera, because I'm like, uh, I don't like it when they just put singers and stuff just to put singers so, and stuff. Like, Jennifer Lopez is different story. What's interesting, though, is Cardi B was a stripper before she was an, a yeah, rapper. Yeah, she was a stripper, so, not an actor. Well, there's that. Um, and Lizzo actually posted the trailer, and she says, what you don't know is I was so sick with the flu when I was filming this that, like, it's crazy that I'm watching this right now and you can't tell, but, like, I was super sick when I shot it. And so that's kind of interesting. The and, whole time? Well, because she was only there for a couple of days. Oh. Because, <laughs> uh, like, she has, like, an insert kind of, like, oh, a, she has, like, a cameo, if you will. Um, but she was like, I, I had the flu and, like, I was really sick. But, you know, the show must go on. Yeah. Lizzo's a big star. she got shows to do. And, you know, when strippers strip, they have to strip through the flu. Indeed. Okay, indeed. and then that pole's got germs all over it, and then every stripper has the flu. Well, you know, the, the flu-y pole. <laughs> Yeah. So, yes, but uh, Hustlers will be coming out in theater soon, and I'm excited about that. Actually. I am, too. Yeah. But the, I, it's like the sometimes you hear about, like, wow, this person's in it, and wow, this person's in it, and it's like a star-studded cast. Sometimes that's a recipe for disaster. It is, sometimes, So yeah. you have to see. It all depends on how much they market it. You know, because I felt that way about Ocean's 8. I was, like, really excited about all the I women that were I didn't even see it. it. I heard it was horrible. It wasn't horrible to me, but it just like it never really met. None of the the stakes were that high, and like they kind of overcame every obstacle too easily for me. And I was like, why do I care? You know? Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the female empowerment to the point where it's too easy and the stakes aren't high enough. Exactly, that's the problem. Yeah, it's like none of these challenges are real challenges. Okay, so uh, you news this Ellen DeGeneres story. You did this to yourself. Oh no. Um, and I, I mean, you know, we love and appreciate Ellen DeGeneres. I do think that the Ellen DeGeneres thing is kind of getting played and so when you pick this I went and read it and I was like this is kind of a letdown because we already know how this well because go. she also does these things just to get a little buzz going about her show to keep people interested because the show has kind of run its course I mean it's been on for what like a dozen years at this point uh, and I, I think, think they're in season 16 oh okay so you can definitely tell that her 
interest is gone. Well, she said she she just renewed her contract for three more years because she was talk she was thinking about leaving. Um, what I appreciate about it is like she's able to like help a lot of people and give people things that they need or whatever. But it also is kind of becoming anticlimactic. Like, oh, let me guess what's going to happen here. So in this story, um, this woman talks about her son had having come out to her um, and that she was upset about it, but not upset that he was gay um, because she didn't believe it was okay for him to be gay. But she was upset because she was nervous about what he would experience out in the world and how people were going to treat him and how his life might be difficult, which, you know, we hear quite a lot from parents. And then and someone sometime- came up and scared him. Exactly that part, right? Um, but the surprise was that they gave that. She said, you know, I've heard that you've been a single mom for a long time. Things have been difficult for you. And Can I, I want to help you. I'll give you one guess what happened. Shutterfly gift card. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Oh. It was a Shutterfly check. Damn uh, it! Oh, God. <laughs> it was, it was a $10,000 gift for the single mom. It's always to to ten grand with those people. It, well, it's always Shutterfly, and so it's like, okay, great. You know, I'm sure she could use that money. Shutterfly trying to fix money. the world. Which is great. I mean, that's fantastic. I'm sure they give the Ellen DeGeneres show a big budget to give away a bunch of stuff, but I'm just like, okay, Shutterfly, like, what do you actually do? <laughs> like, oh, that's right, you're the picture people. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, and you can get like 70,000 pictures of, like, 70,000 wallet photos for like 10 cents there. Which, I mean, a steal, right? Sure. You know, Sure, when I have the kids to, to justify it, but I just don't think, like, Shutterfly survives on holiday sales alone, I would uh, think. Absolutely, like Mother's Day and Valentine's Day stuff, and it's just, fine, thank you so much for, for my friends at Shutterfly for that $10,000 for that mom. <laughs> um, you're really excited about it. And- Get Order more pictures of your gay kid. Exciting. <laughs> and you Oh, you want to see my gay son? Hold on, I've got him. I've exactly, got a picture right like, here. I know it's all of them like at Pride or something. It's like, <laughs> oh god, my stomach's turning. Yeah. Okay. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Okay, Allie Johnson and Jared Hill here with you on Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. And I'm very excited because we have uh, tripled the amount of women in the studio. So uh, I, we are joined right now by Teresa Lee and Christine Medrano, who, uh, who I actually know Teresa Lee because she is a cast member in the, the pilot that I've been trying to get off the ground, Butch Powell for the Straight Gal, very first all-female queer eye. Uh, so welcome, Teresa. And then I'm first time meeting you, Christine, though I have seen you on... On, on the big screen because I saw this I've, and you guys are here talking about I Think She Likes You which is a short film that you guys have uh, both written and starred mm-hmm. in and it is at Outfest this weekend but you guys have been at Tribeca you've been at Frameline there's mm-hmm. been a, you guys have been hitting the festival circuit for a while but I first saw this film at uh, Outfest Fusion yeah Outfest yeah. Fusion exactly yeah. and uh, so I wanted to have you guys on just to talk about uh, the, the, the film in general but also Everyone likes to talk about threesomes. <laughs> and we talk about a lot on the show. Uh-huh. Yes, it's something that I seem to—I uh, would even say plug—on <laughs> uh, the show. You guys heard about threesomes. You guys heard about threesomes. This segment is brought to you by threesomes. You guys seen wild things? <laughs> <laughs> you think we all have? Uh, so I think that so th- this film is about. I mean, just tell us a little bit about the film. It's about a threesome, but things go awry. Yeah, yeah, so basically um, we wanted to do a threesome through the female gaze. It's two women in a relationship who bring home a guy. But instead of your typical Hollywood representation of what that is, which is very male gaze and performative, it's um, female gaze and he enters the emotional part of the relationship. So we mm. want to show that three-dimensional relationship. I mean, sex is a part of it. And of course, like 
we all love sex and we want to come. Uh, sorry, I can't say that on the air. I'm so sorry. Wow. <laughs> Off the we bat. We all want to. Off Way to get bat. going. Here. Have pleasure. We all want to enjoy ourselves. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> you don't have to apologize. But, uh, uh, Justin dumps what we say all the time, so right. it's okay. okay. So oh. we all want to enjoy ourselves. That's a big part of relationships too. And so we're not avoiding that, but we just want to show that so, it's more than that. So I want to make sure that, um, that people understand. When you say that the two women bring a guy into the relationship, it's not just for sex it's like to be a third part of the per- the third person in the relationship uh well he kind of it's not <laughs> so much that they bring him home for that but he kind of um gets wrapped up in a big fight that they end up having and okay. he's kind of there no longer for a fun time but maybe for like a <laughs> teaching time <laughs> okay very nice for a therapy moment yeah for yeah. a big therapy moment it's kind of like when you're popping the zip in a relationship and everything goes everywhere <laughs> and he just happens yeah, to be happens. there at that time to be there and is this did, is this from personal experience? Sort of. I mean, I would say the <laughs> the end game or the finished product. I would say no. In that it's so personal where we drew from, but this exact thing, no. Um, but I think both of us pulled from very personal experiences, and then we put that into this very dramatic story. Yeah. Okay. And but you have been. I mean, can we say ever every one of us in this room has been in a three way? Raise your hand. Everyone radio. has. Raise your hand. Great for radio. Uh, right, right. Okay. Just guess what Perfect. we said. You'll never know. A, Jared is raising his hand. Well, Teresa. I was going to say, I think a three-way might be a little uh, <laughs> might be a little conservative, but... So you've been in several, Jared. <laughs> yes. And were they were they ones that were uh, that you were already in a relationship with somebody, or did you enter into a coupleship? How did the I was always or- the single person. I, not, I haven't done it yes. within a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another, so so Teresa, you are also. You told me off the air, and I don't. I hope you don't mind us talking sure. about this now. Fine. We can talk about you're it. You're dating. You're actually dating a couple. She's a unicorn. Yes, I'm a, a unicorn. unicorn. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I'm dating a couple. The big thing was I wanted to. So I got out of a bad relationship with a straight man, <laughs> and surprise. <laughs> you're in a safe bad. space yeah, here, Teresa. Uh, yeah, I thought he was a good one, but no. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, whatever. So that ended, and I really just wanted to be able to like kind of trust people again and I was like what better way to trust someone that it's sort of like a relationship on training wheels because the couple already loves each other so I'm like I want to date two people who very much love and respect each other and have that foundation and I can see what that's like and then I can have some of that maybe I need to to date a couple yeah I mean if you want to hear I love you on a first date great cheat code yeah (laughs) oh really yeah I mean like no to each other but you know oh okay I was like wait a minute I was like I thought you why not just date a lesbian Um, okay wait so so how did okay we're, we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we're gonna play gay gay cray cray um, together but we also have some other questions yeah. well I know I at least do yep because um, I'm actually really fascinated by the idea of dating a see couple. the more you talk about it the better it sounds yeah. right I like that idea we'll take a quick break you're listening to Drop the Subject with Jared Alley on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com Drop the Subject we'll be right back the new channel Q Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Is it me or is the music getting gayer and gayer? Yes, I think it slowly it it's slowly is. Getting gayer. I think at first it was just like a little bit of Lady Gaga and like mixed in with some Pink and Beyonce, and now it's like full on it's like a circuit party. I feel like the radio station needs to come out again. Like it's getting gayer and gayer. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared. That's Allie. 
Yes, and we are in studio with Teresa Lee and Christine Medrano, who are uh, promoting their film, I Think She Likes You, which is at OutFest this weekend. Studio audience is very happy to have you. A little late there. They weren't here early. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Uh, So where can they see the film this weekend if they're in the L.A. area? Um, so we're going to be at the Chinese Theater. Um, tickets are only on standby, but we also have another screening on the 27th. That's going to be at the Harmony Gold Theater, and that's going to be at 11 a.m. You should say that the tickets are on standby because they're sold out, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah. we've heard it's 95% chance you'll get in if you wait, um, because they always sort of hold back a few tickets. Yeah. And that's at 10 p.m. It's a great block. It's called I Have to Laugh. That's the name of the block, and they're all comedy mm-hmm. uh, shorts. And, and Joel Kim Booster is in one, and uh, if you guys know him, he's a stand-up comedian. Very mm-hmm. funny. A lot of they're great. He's the only other one I know, but yeah. there's a lot of other great comedians. <laughs> well, and I think it's just really nice to see some female-driven queer comedy out there. Yeah, because absolutely. I think when you look in the comedy section, a lot of times it's gay men, and I really love to see some female comedy stuff out there. Um, anyway, if you want to see the film and you want to learn more, you can go to uh, I Think She Likes You Film, right? It's on at Instagram. I Think She Likes You Film. Yes. Yeah, perfect, to find out more. Um, picking up from where we left off about threesomes, I know, Jarrett, you're very interested in <laughs> Teresa's current situation. Fascinated. Because I'm in a couple. I've been in a couple for a long time, and we've been together almost ten years. We've had a. I don't. I don't think she's listening. Uh, She. (laughs) We've had one threesome, but it was like with a friend, and it was just kind of Uh a one-time thing. So I'm always interested in like, like that you're actually dating a couple and how it actually continues beyond just a one-night three-way. And also, do they pay for dinner for you all the time? They do, but that's not necessarily (laughs) like you don't have to have that. But I just said like because I came out of a bad thing, I was very very clear. I met them on an app, and I said I'm looking to be treated really well. Okay, so wait, pause here because that's. That's actually what I wanted to ask you. Is like, how did this come about? Like, there's yeah. a threesome. There's a three a throuple app. Yes, it's called Tinder. Field. Yeah, oh, it's called Field, field now. So, like F I E L D. Unsponsored content. But if you want to sponsor me, like F E E L D. F E E L D. Oh, like Field with a D. Okay. Yeah, and so people. Okay, I will say disclaimer. Oftentimes, D. That's not what I meant. But okay. It used to be Thrinder though, but there are a lot of. You're gonna have to sift through, but you can kind of tell what people. If they're both, if they're like you know cool or not, but there's a lot of like kind of straight couples looking for a unicorn. And, and a unicorn is what exactly? It's just like a third girl. Tech, uh, I think typically they're bisexual or into both men and women, because the idea is that both uh, both people in the couple will get something out of it. Um, but then it feels very performative because then it's like objectifying this third person as opposed to being like, hey, we really want to like meet someone that we care about that yeah. you care about, and we'll. Have all have fun. So what does that do you still feel like a unicorn if you are having a connection with uh, two women in a coupleship or would you only do a male female combo? Mm, I don't think they call it a unicorn because I think it because comes out no of that. I, yeah, well I think it comes <laughs> I mean there are There's horns, no horns, it's just mind, a horse. You know. uh, yeah, no. I think it comes just three horses. That's uh, a good time. Wild horses. Um, wild horses. It just comes out of I think this idea that this it's like really, hard to find. This is really towing the line. I see Justin over there <laughs> on the button like, like He's just waiting to hit the button. (laughs) Okay, so um, we want to do a gay gay cray cray with you, and I'm looking at the time. So let's let's do this, Allie. We will give the scenario, and we will vote, and then you'll tell. We'll vote when we come back, but you can give us the scenario on what the story is. All right, this is gay gay cray cray. 
The headline reads, Meet the vintage-obsessed couple who live with more than 200 dolls they call their, quote, plastic children. Holy Jesus. You know, don't have a three-way unless your couple is uh, secure, and don't have kids unless your couple is secure. I guess that's why this couple decided let's just have fake babies instead of real ones. This couple lives with a total collection of 200 dolls, including 30 life-size dolls. Oh, my God. I'm going to show you a picture oh where the couple, the actual couple is blacked out, or I'll, I'll try and cover, but this is this is what the typical bedroom looks like. Oh so all of the dolls are just kind of strategically placed around the bed, and they're all kind of in little fun playtime positions, but in creepy vintage clothing. Therapist situation. This couple is totally owning their weirdness. They say, <laughs> if we're going to be the creepy doll people, we're going to own it. Uh, there are pictures of one of the members of the couple with like a doll on the, their shoulders like hey just playing in the street <laughs> hanging out they have tea time they, oh they treat them like complete children they say they love their dolls just as much as they love each other so are they gay gay or are they cray cray we'll take a quick break and we'll answer the question on the other side drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q drop the subject the new channel Q Okay, yes, drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. We've been chatting with Teresa Lee and Christine Madrano, who are in and wrote I Think She Likes You, which is premiering at Outfest this weekend. So please, uh, if you want to uh, watch it, what is it? What is it? Tomorrow night? Tonight? It's going to be to, tomorrow night tomorrow and then the 27th. We'll and then the 27th. At Outfest on, fr- on the 19th at the Chinese Theater at 10 p.m. And again on Saturday, the 27th at Harmony Gold at 11 a.m. Uh, and I've seen it. It's very funny and also emotional. Gives you a lot of different thi- a lot of different emotions all range. in one all in yeah a, a range of emotions all in a in a very short amount of time so please check it out if you uh, if you're in the area and uh, and I th- we've gotten a lot done on the show in general we've decided mm-hmm. that Jarrett's going to date a couple <laughs> so I, I'm thinking about it I think you should at least download the app please do for my own sake okay and uh, and then we can kind of keep tabs on the on the search that's going yeah, on I, I, I need to really sit with this for a second but I'm definitely thinking, I don't think like, you need to sit with it at all I think you. Uh, yeah, you're you're diving in. I'm, 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 I'm thinking <laughs> about like the idea of dating a couple is interesting to me. You're on I'm a water spreading slide. the gospel, careening <laughs> <laughs> toward the pool. Yeah. And I know, we were chatting a little bit off the air about how uh, a couple is more likely to pay for the <laughs> third person. Which I mean, what else do I need? All right. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna sound. I sound like a selfish. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't at all. It's just a fact, and I I think that that's true. Just in from my own couple, like like yeah. I. Me, if we like, we had a person that was a friend of ours who was staying with us for like six months, and we paid for all kinds of crap for her, and we weren't even having sex with her. So we're like suckers. I was like, you guys were the dumb ones. In that one. Exactly. So I mean, because I love paying, but I also love being paid for. So the idea of that is just like really, really attractive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, gay, gay, cray, cray. Here we go. Crazy. I told you about a couple. Who are obsessed with all things vintage and they have plastic children, not real children. This is actually helping me make my own decision about children. These things seem a lot cheaper. They seem a lot quieter. Uh, Not so environmentally friendly. But having 200 dolls that they call their plastic children, this uh, including 30 life-sized dolls, they live in South Carolina. I don't know if that's going to affect your decision mm-hmm. at all. Oh, it solidifies mine. Okay, great. I have an answer. They uh, So they have an Instagram account where they share candid family photos. They have friends over. There's even an eight-minute video where they cover this couple and some of their unsuspecting friends come over and then see a bunch <laughs> two, uh, 200 dolls strewn about the house. Yikes. It's got to be a fun experience. This just screams need a therapy. It's 
to me. Like, there needs to be a real <laughs> yeah. therapist intervention here. So, what do you think? I, I think they are cray cray. And here's why I think. Um, that's a lot of repression. Uh, I think if they I th- were, I think if they were out, or I don't, maybe they're closeted. Who knows? But I don't think they're out. I think they're two straight people who have a lot of stuff going on that they need to uh, talk about that they don't. So then they just keep buying dolls for all their secrets. Oh, I good. think it is a mix because I think it's cray cray. But really, the husband is gay, gay, and hasn't come out, and he's closeted, and like this is his. His thing that he does with his wife. I yeah, think he's closeted. I think I'm leaning toward them being straight. Mm-hmm. But All I right. but I can't really tell you why because I could definitely see some lesbos doing this, <laughs> and then I could see a gay couple doing this where one guy is just letting his husband go off the deep end. But I'm gonna say that I think they're straight. Wait, can I add one thing? Sure. The fact that they're sharing it on Instagram, I feel like the gay community would just be like, "No, don't do this. Like, don't." Yeah. Pay- and yeah. if their friends are letting this happen and they're not part of this doll community. <laughs> It's like someone would be like, can we sit down and talk about this? Yeah. I agree. I think that uh, that's a good point that you make about uh, sharing it on Instagram because the gays would be like, don't Hollywoodize my my lifestyle. <laughs> this is just me, okay? I don't need to put it out there for everybody. Uh, and I think that two lesbians would possibly do this, but I think they would do it with plastic cats. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Skin is crawling. You have, we have three <laughs> votes, and all of them are for Cray Cray. And you are... Correct! Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. he's positive. Nice. Someone needs to come out to his wife. Their names are Madeline and Malachi Dressel. Oh and God. here is a picture of them. Oh One boy. of them, I mean, the guy is Ooh. actually kind of alternative looking. He's got a mohawk, he's got a bunch of leg tattoos, and then she's kind of got a traditional vintagey look. Who where bought the first doll? Yeah, That's my question. Who, who, my God. who threw the first stone? <laughs> well, I think I that just... if you read on, there's a lot of details. Like I said, I also watched the eight minute video. So <laughs> she was obsessed with dolls in, in, like, in her childhood. But so I think wearing... she introduced it to the relationship, and he was like, oh all right. God. He's wearing what is either a sequin or crushed velvet. Top. I'm telling you, just need to address that. Yeah. I mean, he does spend a lot of time doing their hair, so <laughs> yeah. not his own though. Apparently, have a photo. good time, Malachi. <laughs> all right, heteros are crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Not all of them are. Just these plastic children people. Thank you for joining us on Drop the Subject, Teresa and Christine. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for thank having you. us. And uh, please check out. I think she likes you. Uh, if you are in the area, and uh, will people be able to find it later on? If you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they we, can't make it for a screening. We will eventually put it online um, we don't know exactly when yet it might not be till next year but I follow the Instagram we're yeah. going all over the country we have um, we're going to be in Indiana we're going to be in New York in yeah. Austria uh, no we're not, not no, well just follow the Whoa, Instagram yeah. breaking news <laughs> follow the Instagram for updates um, we will post all of our screening dates we're there. making news and breaking <laughs> news perfect, perfect. Yeah. well if you missed anything please check out the podcast drop the subject wherever you find your podcasts and of course on radio.com uh uh, Jarrett. That's a show. That's a show. We Woo. thank you all for joining us. We thank you two for joining us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good luck on field. <laughs> Drop the subject. On the next show, El Chapo is going to prison forever. So we'll be sharing prison tips for El Chapo. Channel Q edition. 16 ramen recipes to keep you from getting beat up. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Don't get tied down to a prison boyfriend too quickly. You better remember to slay. Oh, wait, that's what got you in here. Sorry. Drop the subject. Weekdays, 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.